It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 22 Forever game is officially in the books. What did we learn and which Utah players had the best outing? We're talking about that and more on today's Locked On News. You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown News your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. My name is JT Wisto, former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. And on today's show, we're going to be diving into everything that happened during the 22 Forever game. It was a great outing for the Utah football team. Great to see it all on display, see the guys get out there. And look, a lot of guys didn't play, of course, but we still got to learn a little bit and or help me break down everything we got to see from the Utah football team. It's friend of the show and Fan Nation all Utes, Cole Bagley. And uh, Cole, I think the number one takeaway I have from this game is Brandon Joe's is Brandon Rose, excuse me, won the job right now. That's what it feels like. Things can change come fall. But as of right now, you look at what Brandon Rose did. He finished with a team high 233 passing yards in the game. He threw, had a touchdown. He's on pace for, he was on 19 of 24 overall passing too. So really strong showing from Rose. It's everything that Kyle Whittingham had discussed basically and talked about that, hey, he was the front runner for the job. And that's how it played out on the field. He looked really sharp and it was fun to see him go out there and execute the offense so effectively. Yeah, I mean, it was, if, if you blinked, you kind of, you kind of missed it. Um and, and what I mean by that is, you know, once he stepped off the field, kind of looking down at the stat sheet, mm-hmm. and you go, wow. I mean, he he was excellent. You know, 19 for 24, 233 yards and a touchdown. Um, he, he showed exactly why everybody's been talking about him during spring ball. I mean, I, I you know, outside of his high school tape, hadn't really seen what this kid could do. And mm-hmm. everybody, you know, so coming yesterday, that was what I was most, you know, looking forward to is, all right. He comes in, you know, what can this guy do? Obviously, we're not going to see any uh, cam rising today. And, uh, you know, it it was awesome to see how far Brandon's come. Uh, I know last year, you know, he was having a tough time really adjusting, but it seems that, uh, you know, you're in the program now. Um, He had it together. No, no wow moments. Nothing that was like, man, wow, this is, this is incredible. This is amazing. Um, But, you know, for, for a kid that, struggled a little bit early on and has now been with the program for for a year and and got to you know really study in a a solid room uh, learning from guys like Cam Rising and Bryson Barnes and and whatnot he was great Um, you know people may have been a little disappointed with the uh, availability of of the roster you know most Hmm. of the ones were not in the game but for myself you know I, I I totally geeked out on yesterday's game I loved seeing all those young faces all those new new guys and you know some of the freshmen from last year and the freshmen from this year um, it was a lot of fun to watch yesterday and yeah I mean Brandon was probably uh, the spotlight of that so it was fun to see what he can do and looks like uh, what everybody's been saying about him is true you know he, he seems to be you know the real deal per se and, and it's exciting uh, it'll be fun to see what he can do at that two position behind rising um, as you know as we get closer to the season. And so much of what spring football is about is development. It's about the future. Coaches get to spend more time with the younger guys on the roster, 
versus in season you're spending all your time with the guys who are in win now mode because of course you're trying to win games go one and oh each and every week of the season versus this spring ball time allows these guys to get more reps and that's the other thing this is the closest thing they're going to get to a game situation when they're going against each other in this in the spring game 22 forever game basically so it's a nice thing it provides now obviously we said brandon rose looked really sharp he was clearly the best quarterback unfortunately Nate Johnson did throw an interception, still made a couple of nice throws outside of that, but still it was kind of the thing where when you're looking at it, this is why it feels like Rose is the guy, right? It's because he has performed the best. And also, look, Bryson didn't get a chance to do a lot. We've seen in the past what he, like last year's spring game, he looked pretty sharp. So we still know with Bryson, but as we said, Brandon just looked the best. Bryson, Nate, both kind of up and down days. And it definitely feels like this is the Utah, the way the Utah quarterback room sits right now is that if we had to at the moment, Brandon would be one. It would be Bryson would be two, and then you'd have Nate Johnson at three. Yeah, and it was uh, it was interesting to just kind of we, we saw a lot of quarterbacks yesterday. Um, it was for for me what I see with Brandon is a little bit better games management and a better, mm-hmm. more accurate arm than Nate Johnson. Just as of right now, that doesn't mean that can't change. Yeah. Nate has been dealing with some injuries, I think. But I think Nate, as of right now, I think Nate's greatest uh, skill set is how quick he is, how fast mm-hmm. he can move the ball with his legs. Reminds me a little bit of what um, Jaquin and Jackson was doing at quarterback, you know, a year or two ago. Very yeah. um, more more deadly with his legs, which which is you know useful. There's a lot of yeah. guys that that can do that. Um, yeah, I think Anthony Richardson is a guy that's more dangerous with his legs than his arm, but that's besides the point. But Rose, to me, you know, very accurate with his arm, uh, confident, good games management, and you know was consistent. That's a big thing. You need consistency out of a quarterback. You can't can't be ebbing and flowing. You can't you can't go in one drive and you know you're 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 slinging it. You're going you know ten for ten on passes, and you come mm-hmm. in the next drive, you're throwing an interception. So. Consistent, solid, very good, exciting that, you know, he's showing that this, you know, this young in his career. And it's great for the, the, the position battle. I mean, now you've got everybody's, you know, vying for it. I think after the Rose Bowl, after this last season, everybody's thinking, you know, unaware of what Cam was going to do. Okay, is Nate Johnson the guy? Is Nate going to be stepping in and starting? Well, and Brandon said, hold up. You know, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still here ready to compete. Um, and it was fun to see Matt Howard. Uh, obviously, he mm-hmm. had. Uh, you know, he, he showed how young he is. You know, he had some some poor decisions that he made, but he also had a touchdown pass that was really mm-hmm. incredible. Um, that was one of the highlight plays for me. You know, I, he really could not have threaded the needle any better. The window yeah. was very, very tight, nearly intercepted before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, it was caught for a touchdown. But, I mean, Utah fans, if there's one thing to pull away from, from what you saw yesterday, it's that Utah's quarterback room is – definitely the deepest it's ever been there's a lot mm-hmm. of talent and a lot of different skill sets which is very very good um for you know post cam rising after 2023 it absolutely is and the season is a grind too so you never know look obviously if cam were to go down you only expect like okay then you just be on your number two but we have seen situations play out for teams where even the backup goes down and then you're on your third string guy so it's important to have a deep room overall and that is something this utah team has and i do feel good about the direction it's in i don't think we should get too wrapped up in any of the some of the like we said nate wasn't as wasn't outstanding. It wasn't like he was as good as Brandon, but Nate's a guy who's battled injuries. We've still seen the special plays he makes, and it's going to have all of fall camp to get back up to speed and let some of those things develop too. So I'm still feeling good about the position that he is at and in. 
overall. And uh, one of the fun things about the spring game, of course, is not all about the quarterbacks. You get to see some of the other guys on display. And one of the fun things that I was excited to go out there and watch was how Jaquinton Jackson looked. And I thought he looked outstanding. Another guy who looked exceptional was Mikey Matthews. How about leading this team in receptions? He had seven overall. That was the team lead in reception. So always fun to see the other guys that are going to step up on in these games. And uh, I think even, as, I, I mentioned Jaquinton, but we all expect Jaquinton to kind of take this next step. I think Mikey Matthews is the guy that it's just so much fun to see what his potential be as a true freshman, how involved he could be in this offense. I, I'm really interested to see what that's going to look like, Cole. Yeah, I mean, all those names that you mentioned were great. I mean, Jaquinton, he's ready to take that next step. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, last year coming in, in the middle of the season, changing positions was phenomenal for, mm-hmm. um, you know, stepping into that role. And then now having, you know, having had more time, you know, going through an entire spring camp, being able to, to focus on just that position, he know that's what he's going to play. Um, and he looks great. I mean, it looks like he's already taken a step forward and there's still, you know, four or five months before that season begins. He's just going to continue to get better. He's going to continue to develop. He's going to have an entire fall camp um, and he is going to be amazing. Just he, and he's, he's versatile. I mean, he was catching mm-hmm. passes. He was going for extra yards and, and he looked good. Uh, in the trenches too. I love Mikey Matthews. I think he is going to be a phenomenal receiver um, for this program. Like you mentioned, you know, leading, leading the team out there in terms of receptions, go seven for seven. I mean, for freshmen to come in, you know, a brand new freshman, you know, this isn't a red shirt. This is a kid that was playing high school just months ago to come into a spring game and, and show your consistency to go seven for seven, not drop a single pass confident. Again, not, there was no wow moments for me, yeah. but that, that's, that's okay. That, that, there doesn't necessarily need to be. Sometimes you just need those receivers that can, you know, pick up a good, you know, that you, that you can rely on, right. That, mm-hmm. okay. Every time I throw the ball his way, if, you know, if I throw it correctly, he's going to bring it down uh, every single time. And Mikey Matthews has that potential. Um, so yeah, the offense looks good. And defensively, I, I loved what I saw from some of last year's freshmen. You know, Justin Medlock mm-hmm. looked awesome. Not As just he has all camp, right? Of, He's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from what I've been told, multiple sources, he is the best kid in that room in, on certain days. Now oh, it's just finding wow. that consistency. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Medlock is for real. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Like I said, on certain days, he looks like the best guy out there. It's just getting that on a consistent basis and he's going to, I have full faith. Justin is an awesome kid. I've been able to work with him one-on-one a lot. He's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Can't wait for him to, to take it to the next level this year. I expect him to contribute. And then Chase Kennedy, Chase Kennedy is in that Mm -hmm. same realm as same realm as Justin at times can be the best guy in the room. It's just finding Mm -hmm. it on a consistent basis. I loved what he showed us yesterday. He is just, he's vicious, man. And that's what we saw. He, he, you know, Matt Coward took a, took a pretty, uh, rough hit from behind, mm-hmm. um, force fumble, and Chase is awesome, dude. I, I'm excited for those two. Those those two guys, give it you know another season or two, they're going to be the face of this Utah defense. I think, yeah. I mean, especially when we talk about factor in Lander Barton rolling with that group too. You talk about a big three of those guys too with whoever might emerge in the secondary, some of those young guys. It's a, it's a special group we are going to be talking about, and we're going to continue to talk about our takeaways from the Utah spring football game or the 22 forever game in a moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash 
locked on. Sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. You can pick on things like if you think a pitcher will go over in strikeouts, you can build the same game parlay with your favorite matchup of the day. So many different options. That's what makes FanDuel so great to bet on. So don't miss your chance to go to a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cole, you started to hit on some of the defensive standouts for this team as well. Um, I think before we dive into the defensive ball, there were a couple. There's one other guy on offense I really wanted to talk about. My biggest question going into the spring game was how the offensive line was going to gel, and that was something we, of course, really didn't get to see because we had the offensive line. The majority of the guys basically just sitting out. Coaches obviously felt comfortable with what they saw from them during different portions of spring practices. But well, there's been a lot made about the Utah receiver room. Overall, and something that was really fun to see was Money Parks go out there and really shine. Caught the touchdown pass from Brandon Rose, led the Utah, you led this Utah team, or I guess it's one Utah team in this one, but led his team or any Utah receiver in receiving yards overall, too. So Devon Vele stood out every spring practice we saw. Money Parks feels like the clear number two. I do feel like when you get those two guys, you let Brant Keith be healthy eventually to Thomas Yasmin out there. That's where I'm feeling good about where this Utah team is at in terms of pass catchers. That's not even mentioning Jaquindon Jackson, who made a couple plays in the pass game too. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we just barely saw the tip of the iceberg with, with Money Parks last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get a ton of, of touches, but when – passes came his direction he made the most of them you know, what obviously comes to mind is the back 12 championship you know that touchdown uh pass that he had you know it wasn't just a catch it in the end zone deal it was a catch it make a nice move you know fall, you know jump off of a um jump off of a uh a tackle and mm-hmm. um you know take it well what, what almost 60 yards for a touchdown so yeah. um it was great and uh, a, a name that you didn't mention was uh, Chris Reed. You know, another yes. guy from from last year. It was fun to see him. Um, you know, score a touchdown and, and play incredibly well. So, a lot of good things in, in my mind. You know, you got to take the spring game with a grain of salt. Yes, you know, don't overanalyze it. But it's Charlie Brewer going per- perfect for passing <laughs> for anyone. <laughs> yeah. But it's encouraging that we saw a lot of guys that we hadn't seen um, from last year prove that they, they can play and that, mm-hmm. and that this Utah football team is going to be in good hands. And so, um, yeah, offense, very encouraging. And then defensively, I'm sure you've got a couple guys as well that, that stood out to you. Before we even dive into the defense, there's another thing I got to say. Oh, just exciting, just because we're talking about the offensive guys. Those are the dudes, of course, who score the points. Utah is going to have a much stronger offense overall potentially because they might have a kicking game cole becker came out there as one of the loudest we heard the crowd get all day long when he nailed a 46 yard field goal this is a guy who between 40 and 40 yards was i believe uh 40 to 49 yards was four or five or either five or six last year with the buffs he was about the only thing good they have going offensively but it's really encouraging that this utah team seems to have a reliable option at kicker and cole becker cole yep i mean not much more else 
exactly. much more. You probably, I mean, said. you got you, he's your cold brother, right? So like you got you probably honestly, dude. Every time, him, right? every time they kept saying it, I kept looking up because it's a yeah. Cole with a B last name, and it was funny. My wife was like. The first time she said it, I was like, for one second, for one whatever reason, I thought that they were saying your name. I was like, I yeah. wish they were, but I'm glad that it's his because this kid is clutch. And, no, he's he's automatic from that range like you had mentioned. And that could elevate this team, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you. I think the Utah fan base has learned mm-hmm. how critical having a good kicker is over the last few seasons because – there's times where they just haven't been able to count on him and you're leaving points on, you know, on the, you know, on the table that you, that you, yeah, like it's, and and I feel like football is more so gravitating that way anyways, that teams are just like, I'm going to go forward on fourth if I'm inside, you know, on their half of the field. A lot of times I'm for that as well. You know, if you're within Mm -hmm. three, four yards, just go for it. Right. You know, analytics are going to tell you to do that, but there's certain instances where you have got to pick up three points and Utah has, has not been able to do that. So having this kid, it, it's like I said, take everything with a grain of salt, but it's encouraging. It's awesome. And yeah, I think it's cool that, that the fans got excited off a field goal in a spring game. Like that's something that <laughs> when that guy comes out, nobody should be paying attention, but exactly. they were. And, you know, he showed them that, Hey, you can have confidence in me. So that's huge. That's big. It's absolutely big for this team to have that trust in that role. And another reason the fans had to applaud was a uh, miles battle going out there and getting a pick six in his first action inside rice Eccles stadium. He's a guy I'm really excited about. It was fun watching him battle out there. No, no pun intended, even just during spring ball practices. And I think he's just a reliable guy to have on the outside, but Cole, he was far from the only guy that stood out on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, I, I just quickly on miles. I think that's a, that is, that may be the comparable Muhammad Diabate for this season. Um, yeah. You know, a, a, a veteran defender, you know, transferring in from, from, an, you know, another very good school. It's great to have him. I think, it, you know, it's, it's going to take, he, he's going to have to show up. He's going to have to show out to, to mm-hmm. earn a starting position. But to me, he has that potential to be like Diabate was last year, you know, coming in with a lot of veteran experience um, and, you know, just, lifts a room and, and works his way into a starting position. We'll see. Obviously, you know, the, the, uh, the, the DBs are very, very talented for this Utah roster already, but mm-hmm. Miles is awesome. And he showed that he, he has that X factor in, in being able to read what a quarterback's doing to be able to make a play. Right. I mean, the best to potentially ever do it is, is, you know, Clark Phillips, who's no longer there, but Miles kind of showed a little bit more of that. I think that interception, yeah. you very well read. Um, where that pass was was going to end up, and and you know jumped the route, picked it off, and took it for for six points. So that that was very encouraging to see. Excited about that. Like I already mentioned, Chase Kennedy, Justin Medlock. Um, I thought Elijah Davis had a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, five total tackles, four solo. I've heard a lot of good things about him. That he's come a long way. Yeah. Um, you know, and just you know beyond that there was there was a couple other you know impressive things it was good to see josh calvert out there especially after his brother left the program um you know josh staying committed to utah and you know six total tackles and a pass breakup so yeah a lot of good things like i said earlier it wasn't a game where you're gonna see a lot of starters i don't really think you saw many (laughs) overall but um you know for for people that were really excited to see the depth and and these young players you couldn't have asked for for a better demonstration than yesterday. The NCAA tournament is almost here. 
listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. No, you're absolutely right. I think that's what's encouraging, and that's what you should feel about a spring game when you're leaving it. Encouraged, excited about the future. It's not like, oh, we're going to go dominate. And uh, the nice thing for this Utah football team is no guy did go out and dominate in the spring game. Then instantly hit the transfer portal like Colorado already had, even though, look, I'm happy for Buffs yeah. fans that everyone was out there in support. But that's just, one of the, that's just one of the tough points about college football right now. And it also – Dude, the, the difference between this year and last year at Colorado, there's going to be a lot more disappointed people this year. Than, yeah. than than last it's they're, they're obviously going to win a lot more games It'll but be better. yeah if they but, if they go 500 i'll be surprised as everyone else would and there's a reason that guy had a big game and then decided hey i'm gonna i'm gonna look somewhere else because like you said i mean this is a team that won one game last year <laughs> i'm not well, if you're yes. that if you're that good go play at an actual program that's proven to be good exactly yeah, colorado colorado is 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 a wolf in sheep's clothing man like mm-hmm. they are not they're not legit yet. They have not mm-hmm. proven that they can compete. They're exactly. nothing yet. They, mm-hmm. You can't tell me that they're going to go and be, you know, even 7,500. Like, oh, that's yeah. just not to me. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a really tough schedule. The Pac-12 still runs through Salt Lake City. And you've got a lot of really good teams this year. And obviously, USC, Oregon, Washington. Like, it's going to be one of those four teams winning it. Yes. And Colorado is going to be, you know, down – towards the bottom i think they'll get close i think i think a very realistic record for colorado is is going to be four or five wins four is the number and i think ceiling is six or seven Mm. that's the that's the ceiling and it's going to take some luck i think and maybe you know one or two teams not showing up or taking them seriously don't get me wrong they can catch you off guard utah's gonna need to go in Utah's going to need to go into that game and play and give 100%. It's good to have it at home this year rather than go oh, on the yeah. road there. Definitely. They're going to have to show up. But Colorado is – no. It's one thing to do I what just, TCU did, like a one-year jump like that. Where yeah. It's like, whoa, wow, somehow they're in the college football player and even somehow squeaking into the national championship games to look back on. It's another thing to go from one win to all of a sudden your Pac-12 championship <laughs> game and all stuff like that. Like, I just, it, 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 it's, it's unrealistic expectations to happen. Like I said, I mean, anything is possible, I guess, but I, I'm, I'm with you, Cole. I think you're absolutely right about the buffs. So it'll be interesting to see. But either way, for the University of Utah, it was a great Saturday to get out there and see everyone show out and support. And, Cole, this should be a great week for Utah football because there's going to be some you to hear their name called in the NFL draft for you per, for me I, I do feel like there's going to be four youths that are get drafted and then other guys are going to end up getting camp invites where do you stand on Utah in the draft this coming Thursday let me let me ask you who do you thinks who do you thinks getting drafted okay so Dalton first round for sure Clark feels like a second right now I feel like people are knocking him for the height I think in a redraft he'll end up being one of those first round guys so he'll go there I think Braden Daniels goes anywhere in the to the third to the fourth round. And I think Diabate because of his testing numbers and just some of the traits and things he showed on the field, I think he squeezes in the seventh round. He could maybe get the six, but I see seven. And those are the four guys I see right now. Yeah. I, I think you nailed it. I don't. And to be honest, outside of those guys, I don't know that anybody else is going to sign free agent deals. Um, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see Really, no no name, unfortunately, stands out to me. You know, last year, 
Which, yeah, that was crazy. That was last year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tons of free agent deals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of those turned out great for a few of those guys. And um, But for me this year, we're going to have, I think, four guys drafted. And then I don't see anybody else, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. The, the talent to me just isn't there. Maybe one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like I said, I just – none of the rest of the guys to me did enough this season um, to get – to that level but for the four guys that we've you know that you mentioned um they're going to be drafted and i think they're going to be you know all taken fairly high you know especially especially dalton and especially clark one rounds one through three both those guys should go for sure um, you know at the latest in there and dalton i think is going to be first round i mean what he did last year was was amazing and i'm hoping the chargers land him but uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens isn't it amazing? Like just to, obviously we lived every, we lived and analyzed every Utah football game so much. It is kind of just funny to see like the national media slowly, but surely just realize like, Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, this guy in Utah is so special because he wasn't even a final as I bang my decks literally for the top college tight end, which is asinine. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But now everyone's looking at him like, I literally see videos like Dalton Kincaid, Travis Kelsey question mark. I'm like, that's like, yes, like that's what Dude. we're not saying he's going to be that, but like, yes, if he's like getting those comparisons, shouldn't he be in a top three for college tight ends when he's leading it in yards and all the other stuff? I can't remember what show it was, but like, uh, I don't know if it was like good morning football or like one of the ESPN yeah. segments, but they, all of them, were high on Dalton Kincaid like last week, and they were talking about how he torched USC. Yeah, Keyshawn um, Johnson was on there, and I'm like, "It's NFL Live." Yeah, I know what you're yeah, about. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like, mm-hmm. "Really? We're just talking about this now? Yes. That was like six months ago. Come on, like, I know." And, and it's not like he set records or nearly did. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, and it's not like you know, always made some noise since then. And we're just kind of like analyzing some like decent games or big games. It's like, y'all should have been talking about that the day after it happened because exactly. it was, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. Was I mean, so that's, much fun. that's one of the best tight end performances I've ever seen at the college oh, level. Yes, and for me it is. it's like, it's almost like the national media just hit the snooze button on it. And now they're waking up and realizing just how good he is. And, and I'm excited for him. I mean, his story is so cool. And the, the progress that he made, I mean, a year ago he decided to come back because he had to, you know, oh. he, he probably wasn't getting drafted. And I don't even know if he's signing Actually, I, until a year ago. I think he would have gotten from everything we've heard. He probably would have gotten a combine invite. So I do think he would have gotten drafted, but nowhere near, like we're not, even, he's not even no. sniffing the first round. We know that <laughs> late. Yeah. And just late. And just because you get a combine invite doesn't mean you're going to get drafted. We all remember Nephi right. from last year, combine invite, not getting drafted. Yeah, late. I mean, Dalton, yes, Dalton Dalton has had the potential, had the skill set to probably, you know, attract somebody and someone going, hey, this kid's a steal. We'll take him in the, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round, whatever it is. But but he did what Devin Lloyd did. He, exactly. he made a business decision. He bet on himself. He came back. He did the work. He put in the effort. He made it happen. And now the guy's going to get a bag, and he's going to go in the first round. It's awesome. And and Utah's just going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Break struck just for Dalton Kincaid. That is that is definitely what's coming up for him because he's he should be a first round lock. Every you know things fluctuate, change, but. Hopefully it all works out for him. It's going to be a fun week for the Utah football team. Now it's 22 forever game in the books. And as we prepare for the NFL draft, Cole, with so much Utah football news going on, where should people head over to read about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
check out Fan Nation, uh, you know, at any point for, for the latest news on, on all things college football, NFL, NHL, uh, a division of Sports Illustrated, super, a lot of good things going on over there. And then as well, um, as I mentioned, I've worked with a lot of these players in, in constructing NIL deals and whatnot, getting exclusive apparel. Um, if you head over to allyoufans.com, you can shop a whole bunch of players, Chase Kennedy, Justin Medlock, Bryson Barnes, Devon Bailey, Crane Reed, a whole lot of players. And we've got a couple more coming this summer. So um, head over there, support the guys directly. Um, it's been awesome to see the NIL uh, grow in the state of Utah, specifically for this University yeah. of Utah program. So uh, don't hesitate to go over and support those guys directly. Um, you know, they they deserve it. And uh, I know that they really appreciate the support. So, yeah, it's, it's good. There's a lot of good things uh, ahead, and it's exciting. It is really exciting. Make sure you guys head over to Fan Nation on YouTube to check all that out. Also, if you guys are in the market for a second listen every day, Locked On's NFL Mock Draft Special is here, and it's bigger than ever. Follow along all 32 teams' first pick in a six-episode Ultimate Mock Draft experience only Locked On can deliver. All episodes are available now on Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Cole, thank you for joining us. No problem, man. It's good, good to have Utah football to talk about. Yes, amen to that. We got a long offseason ahead, but there are still lots of fun stuff coming up. We'll be talking the Crimson Collective this week, Utah recruiting, NFL draft stuff, of course, and still reacting to the Utah spring football game and the 22 forever game, of course. But thank you guys for listening to Lockdown Utes, and we'll see you tomorrow. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.